This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? This is Left It Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. fans how are we doing it's bloody hot isn't it i'll tell you but hey can you smell that can you smell it i don't know i'm I'm not saying that it's the fear of the tottenham fan that's coming on in a minute well you are i don't know (laughs) what can you smell football is nearly back yes in just two weeks time i think it is we are going to be playing um a certain Manchester City in the charity or community shield, whatever you want to call it. To me, it's a charity shield to um, 
uh, to others these days, it's the community. But um, we've got a small matter of this there tonight, though. Yes, Tottenham versus Leicester. A bit of fun, a bit of banter, a bit of a laugh. That's all it is. Who is the bigger club? I mean, I think it was about... Ooh, 2016, there was a song going around saying that a certain team were coming for us. Well, mm, it's 2021, and we're still waiting. <laughs> ever since, ever since that time, we have kind of become a bit of a bit of a rival game between the two of us. But this is Leicester Till I Die TV. We're on YouTube, as you can see there at Leicester Ti um, at Leicester Till I Die TV. Please go over, press my buttons, give us a sub, give us a like. Uh, I like my buttons to be pressed. Uh, Facebook is obviously Leicester Till I Die the group, and Twitter is at Leicester Tid. And like I say, please, please, please. Do subscribe on YouTube. And just as a quick um, promotional here, next Tuesday, 3.30, the transfer show. We've got a special one. It is in the afternoon. So if you can watch it live at work, in the desk drawer or whatever, <laughs> but of course it will be on the channel uh, permanently after that. We're doing a transfer show, special edition with Fabrizio Romano. And I've got all my players lined up that I'm going to say, are they, aren't they? Will they, won't they? And hopefully he'll have the answers, because if anybody does, he will. But like we say, who is bigger? That is the question. Well, I'll tell you what, let me bring my uh, my co-chatter in tonight, because I know that the two of us, I'm the bigger, purely because I've put so much weight on. But a true Spurs fan, Ryan, hello there. Hiya, how are we doing? Not so bad, not so bad. Now, you're going to try and convince us, of course, that uh, that Spurs are the bigger team. Am I? Or was you trying to convince me that Leicester are the bigger team? <laughs> well, we know Leicester are the bigger team, you know, because we, you know, we were just putting weight on, waiting for you to catch us up. But it's only taken you over 150 years to try and catch with us. And you're still, <laughs> still behind us in terms of trophies. One, what, one FA Cup? Yes, yeah, we have, um, but it was quite recently, actually, as you can see from the cap there, just in case you wouldn't. I just thought I'd wear this just, uh, just sort of, you know, as a reminder for you. Um, but it is, it isn't about this. I mean, you saw this on Twitter earlier. Why don't we go deep and say Leicester used heads to win the league? And it, you know, it's a bit uncalled for. What what we like is that what we're going to have today. Hopefully, like I say, is just a little bit of banter. The problem is, though, mate, the problem is, with these things, how do you judge it? I mean, are we, you know, if we go on history, I mean, you made the point very well earlier. On history, yes, it probably is yourself. On current, um, you could argue it is us. Do we go on the number of trophies won, but then... How far back do we go? Is it on the ground? Is it on how many fans? The owners? The, the, you know, it's such a thing, difficult thing to say, this is what makes us the, the big six. Um, sorry, this is what makes us the, the, the bigger club. But what do you think? Do you think, what do you think is more important, past glories or recent success, Ryan? Uh I definitely, well, I've got to go past glory because I'm a Spurs fan. Um, <laughs> no, I can't really say recent 
access, can I? Um, we have had no. it for about 13 years, but no. Um, if you're talking trophies-wise, um, obviously having a history on the back of you always does help because yeah. you're not known as a one-year wonder, um, one-season wonder. Um, you've got... You've okay, got I'm letting you get these in. I'm letting you get these in. Um <laughs> Obviously, Harry Kane was known as a one-season wonder. Look at him now. But no, you've got to build <laughs> yeah. on that success. You can't just um, have a one, you know, an FA Cup run like you have or have a, a miracle with the league. It has to be built over years and years and decades. Agreed, we haven't had that in years, but we do have that history, especially in the cup competitions, of winning trophies, you know. Mm. So it goes back then- Day, I'm also thinking um, just the overall size of the club, the fans, um, you know, how large your fan base is also comes into the size of the club. But again, I mean, I was thinking about the fans and obviously you've got the bigger stadium so you can fit more fans in. The, the, the number of fans probably does come more because you are in the, you've been in the Premier League longer than us. But also, you're from London. So you are automatically going to get a hell of a lot more friends than a what, a little team from the Midlands, really, aren't you? That's true. Um, but that's the way uh, the world's mapped out. I'm afraid you can't do much about where <laughs> clubs are placed. But I'm saying, that's why I'm saying you can't really say that fans make you the a bigger Newcastle. club. Are Newcastle bigger sure. because of the number of fans they have? I'm not talking about stadium size, we're talking about all around the world. But then, would you say that's not maybe because you are, and we'll come on to the big six later, but you are perceived to be one of these big six, and we'll talk about probably what makes the big six. Can you hear, there's a lot of uh, rattling on the line, I don't know if you can hear that at all. Yeah, I can hear a lot of rattling, but I can't hear. I think it, I think it is your end, might be your end, mate. But the, not your end personally, but at your end, <laughs> I should say. But um, you, you do get more television coverage than, say, a Leicester or a West Ham or a Stoke. Um, and we'll we'll come back to that in a second because we're just going to say and bring bring fellow. I'm outnumbered now. Going to bring Sam in. Sam, hello. Oh. How are we doing? How are you doing, mate? A little bit, little bit um, frustrated. My internet was slowing up, and I wasn't quite prepared. But I will be in a very short time. Give me that's, two seconds. That's fine. We'll we go back. Now, to, right? well, yeah, not so bad, mate. We'll get, let give us a wave when you're ready. We'll go back to Ryan, and um, we'll say like this. Um, you know, you do get bigger. You know, TV coverage. Therefore, you will have more fans worldwide. Part of that comes into it, but um, again, you've got to judge that based on you know, again, size of the club. That's what I'm saying. The Spurs have traditionally been bigger than Leicester over the years. Look, Leicester have, have come into it like a Man City and had all the money pumped into it. You'd have been taking that upwards trajectory, if I can pronounce it, traje- trajectory much trajectory, more. Trajectory, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's say let's um, say hello to Sam. Welcome, Sam. How are we? 
Not so bad, mate. Not so bad. I am outnumbered now, so I'm. Uh, I feel like General Custer at Battle of the Little Big Horn here at the moment. But uh, thanks for joining, us. Sam. Give a shout out to your um to your YouTube site, which I've uh, I subscribed to today. Get on there, guys. It's a good site. Give it a okay. shout out, mate. No problem. I'm uh, Sam Spurs for Life, uh, Paxton Road TV. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, we do preview shows, reaction shows. We have a special show called Talking Points as well, where we discuss all things Tottenham. Uh, we've got a number of other shows coming up. Transfer show, Sid Says, plus also a play rating show, Judge Jody, coming up very soon. So we're up for the season and can't wait to play Leicester. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say to Ryan, we are still waiting for you. So let let us know when you're on your way, and we'll uh, we'll put the welcome mat out for you. Um, <laughs> I, I said to Ryan before. I mean, it's very difficult to judge the size of a club, and do you look at sort of recent success or do you look at past glories? Um, and I mean, this this is this is very much you know gentle banter and humour and what have you, but. You know, certainly if it's on past glories, and I mean, let's just have a look here. I mean, the trophies that you've got here, and I did this earlier. I'm not going to be on. You know, I'm not going to lie. That is an amazing list of trophies you've got there, Sam. It is. It's it's a lot, but if you look at it, the last one of that being 2008. So do you know that's where, as a as a team, as a club, if we're going to call ourselves a, a big club. We need to have some silverware in recent times, you know, post-2020 yeah. is what I'm definitely thinking we should have. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at that there, Ryan, and I think it was... I mean, I'd, I'd forgotten you'd won the League Cup in uh, in 2007. I think it was Chelsea you beat. 2008. 2008. 2008. Yeah. Sorry, I meant 2007-8, stroke yeah. Um but yeah, you beat Chelsea. I'd forgotten about that. It still it still hurts me the fact that you beat us in the League Cup final in the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think we've lost you, Ryan. Say that again, sorry. No. Okay. You are definite. I can't hear you really at all uh, there, Ryan. Unfortunately, um, Sam will bring Leicester's up because it's not quite as good. <laughs> Let's be honest with you. Uh, and we, we've probably been up and down more while you've been sort of quite high up. Uh, but we've, you know, we, we, we're not shy of winning a few things. And I know I've, I've tugged the Battle of Britain on the end there, being a little bit cheeky when we beat, when we beat Celtic. Uh, but, um, you know, you, you can't say, I mean, you know, you look at that and it has been more recent, hasn't it? Well, in the last five years, obviously, 2016, you lived with the Premier League trophy. Not yeah. many teams can say they've done that, apart from Liverpool, Man City, you know, Chelsea, Manchester United. Those are the sort of teams. If you throw yourselves in the likes of, of, of Blackburn United, obviously, they won that back in 92. Um, yeah. You could... You could say it's not many teams outside of you two that have done it. Well, it hasn't been. So we were close, yeah. came second, obviously came uh, third to you guys after being very, very close. But then you guys went and done what you did. Um, yeah. It's very difficult to say that we are a more successful team than you in the modern era because you've won an FA Cup as well this year. So for Spurs yeah. to say that in recent times we are a, a more successful club than Leicester, obviously we can't. If you're saying that we are... Could we consider ourselves a, a bigger club 
historically? I think we can. But yeah. I always go on, you know, in the recent times, what have we won? We've, we've been close with our Champions League final back in 2019. Obviously, the recent 2021 League Cup final against Manchester City. But both of those, we didn't win. Had we yeah. won them, I would definitely have an argument to say we're definitely more successful than you guys. But currently, we can't say that. No. I mean, welcome back, Ryan. Everybody's having internet problems. I think it's I think it's the heat. We're all we're sweat. I said the other day we're sweating like Nuno Santo in the, <laughs> in the assessment <laughs> in front of Daniel Levy. You know. <laughs> we'll come we'll come on to to Nuno later. But um, let's. I mean, like I say, we will. It's very difficult to sort of judge these things. But Ryan, we we did speak about this be before we went live. But you know, you've got the three there you were almost disappointed it was almost like you'd have been happier not to have been in in europe this season although albeit the conference league it's like ryan's still got troubles with his internet yeah, i don't think ryan's oh. i don't think Ryan, i'll pass that one back over to you sam sorry um for me any sort of european campaign is is a good one to have we can't be picking and choosing that, oh, we're a Champions League team. We didn't finish in the top four. We haven't done for a number of seasons now. So for us to, to be a Champions League team, you have to earn that, right? We are in a European Cup competition, albeit the Europa Conference League. Yes. But if we if we play that and use that to, to embed youngsters, if we use it to play some fringe players, we should be able to go as far as possible in that. I always hate to use the phrase, we should win it. But if you actually think about it, the teams that are going to be competing in that UECL, we should be winning that hands down, as we should have won the Europa League this season, but we didn't. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's just the fact that it's called the Conference League, and I suppose it, it sounds worse to English fans because well, we know where what our conference is. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it probably actually sounds worse than it is. Uh I mean, we could end up playing you because if we don't get, you know, if we only come third in our group and it depends obviously who we get, we drop down into the conference league. So we may oh, well, wow. there could be a Leicester Tottenham final. <laughs> so that's what happens from the, uh, the Europa League. They drop from the third place. Drop they, down. Yes. Oh, I, I wasn't sure because I know obviously Champions yeah. League does. Yeah. Um, just say quick hello to Melina. Melina. How are you doing? And just to sidetrack, uh, she is an Arsenal fan, but, her dad oh, is really, really unwell. And at that, you know, when things like this happen, football doesn't mean a thing. So no. from all of us here, and I'm sure Sam as well, Melina, our best wishes and prayers are, are with your dad. Best um, wishes goes out. Yeah. All the best, Melina. Uh, Andrew says, when we'll, we'll come on, maybe come on to Harry Kane later, need to spend his money. Um, he's not gone yet. Uh, no, he's not gone yet. He's not no, gone. A bit, like, a bit like Madison to Arsenal. He's not happened <laughs> yet, but we don't, you know, never never say anything. Uh, Spurs, no question. I refer to stadiums. The KP is no comparison to Tottenham's new home. <coughs> but we spoke about that again before you joined us, Sam, that you're in London. So you've got a bigger, if you like, catchment area to attract fans from. Um, and, uh, you know, the argument would be with Leicester, well, there's only Leicester as a professional team in Leicestershire. But, you know, you're talking sort of, a, uh, you know, not overly populated Leicester County compared to the, the capital city. So mm. it is an amazing stadium. But, you know, you, you, and I have no doubt you will feel, you know, fill it. 
but I don't think a stadium or a fan size affects who's a bigger club. Um, it's a bit of a debate because you you mm. could argue that sort of case because I've, I've worked up and lived up in the northeast for a, uh, a few years um, back early, well, late part of 2015-16 and the, 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 the comparison would be New, Newcastle and Sunderland now. Newcastle having their fan base and Sunderland having their fan base, very, very big teams. But if you look at the the stadiums and that you would say obviously Newcastle so that's why everybody kind of looks at Newcastle as being the same the biggest team in that area so you can compare stadium you can compare infrastructure because that makes a difference you know Man United mm. being in a 30,000 seat stadium wouldn't be the Man United that are in a 75 seat stadium at Old Trafford so you have to take those things into consideration however it shouldn't be that determines whether or not we're bigger than you I think it mm. goes down to the fan base it goes it goes down to the appeal world worldwide you know are you guys as big as us out in you know asia in the united states you know over in australia those sort of places when you go on pre-season tours are you going to bring the same number of fans that are going to come and watch your games as Spurs? <laughs> so all those things would add up however again Le uh, leicester having the owners that they do are going to be appealing but i think that the bigger thing is if you're if you're someone who's going to buy the club i would think that london potentially has a bigger pool in somewhere in the Midlands. I live in the Midlands, so I know what it's like. I live in Nottingham, yeah. so, you know, I oh know... Oh, my God. I've suddenly gone off you. Yeah, so I know what it's like with those Midland derbies, the Derby counties, yeah. the Leicester cities, the Nottingham Forest, all big clubs in and around the Midlands area, but because they're in the Midlands, it's not quite the same appeal as London. Yeah, and, and you know, the when you said about appeal worldwide, and that was something I was talking to Ryan before about... In fairness, we're probably going to catch you up in, in in sort of the Far East because of where our owners are from. And you know, when we when we won the Premier League and we went out on the tour afterwards, you know, it was I've never seen scenes like it. It was yeah. more people over there coming out to see us on the bus than the what there was in Leicester. Yeah. But um, you know, we're talking before about you know success and you know when do all the trophies come in and, and it was a while for you. My worry is though that when you look at things that were big in the past, it doesn't always mean that they're big now. I mean, let me just show you these here. I mean, um, <laughs> Cabbage Patch Dolls, um, Cassettes, Rubik's Cubes, Cameras, Woolworths, Box Buster, RMS Titanic and White Star Line, all huge and massive in their day. But the question would be, where are they now? You know, Very true. They're yeah. classics, though. Some of them, things like a Rubik's Cube, they're probably worth more money now than they were back then. So I might put that argument to, because we're that classic, maybe we're worth more money now than we were back then. <laughs> I'll give you that one, in fairness. I'll give you that one. Um, but I'm just... Um, the other thing I wanted to because like you say, we're looking at different ways that people will look at what makes you big so you know we've looked at the trophies and if you go on the number of trophies yeah i'm going to you know it there's no comparison if you go on stadium it's no comparison you know although you know once we sort of expand because we're talking about us expanding our uh, the, the kp that that may well change but just want to bring title wins in because I was quite surprised at this, to be honest with you. Um, the so-called big six, and we'll come on to the big six in, in a second, but, you know, you've got Chelsea six, Arsenal 13, United 20, City 90, uh, seven, uh, Liverpool 19, Tottenham two. Exactly. <laughs> 
You know, exactly. you've got you. You know, the list of teams there: Everton, Villa, Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, Huddersfield have actually won more titles than you. Burnley, Preston, Derby have won as many titles. Now, does that not make? And you could put separate arguments for Newcastle, but does that not make Huddersfield a bigger club or as big a club? Again, we, we, we have to look at the the past as the past. You know, if you looking at Huddersfield, I don't know when they won their titles, but again, someone like Preston North End is probably going back 1900s. And they in them early yeah. days, at that point, they were a very, very big team. Yeah. Have Preston North End been in the premiership? No. Huddersfield, again, teams now, I think because of the advent of the Premier League, has meant that that focus has now shifted from the old league status. Back in, you know, the 80s, the late 70s, early 80s, it was all about Liverpool FC. However, when it went into the Premier League, it was all about Manchester United. Liverpool was still obviously historically massive club because of their yeah. Champions League wins, if you want to call it the old European Cup. But they hadn't won a, a Premier League up until recently. Were they still considered a big club? Of course they were. Liverpool will always be because they're one of the dynasties, you know, one of the, the, the teams in England, up with Manchester United, 19, 20 league titles each. Um, you can't discount them as being that. But the ridicule was Liverpool hadn't won a title. They hadn't won a Premier League title. So yeah. that, again, blends into what I'm talking about. I've never advocated that Spurs, and I, and I you can go on to my show and you can go on to a previous... Uh, comments and things that I've said, we can't consider ourselves to be in the same league as the likes of Arsenal, the likes of Manchester United, the likes of City, the likes of Chelsea, because we don't have that history in terms of success. However, we've been relatively successful in terms of league league finishes in comparison to, say, you know, 20 years ago. So our, I would say our advent in terms of going forward, in terms of progression, is definitely more consistent, but it needs trophies. Had we won the Champions League in 2019... Had we won the League Cup this season, completely different story. Had we won the Premier League when you guys won it that season, massively different story. So again, I'm I'm holding, I'm, I'm reserving. Not not all Thursday fans agree with this. I I don't consider us to be in that echelon of the, the the big clubs. I would say we're in and around you know other teams, you know like the likes of Everton potentially, even yourselves. I would categorize ourselves in that in that sort of category. Yes, I mean. And what 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 have you got to do to to take that next step, if you like? I think ultimately, ultimately, and this is this is this is going to be from my personal opinion. We have to win something. Now, a lot of people saying, "Oh, if you win a league cup, that doesn't mean anything." Silverware is silver. It's got to start somewhere. If we win something, that breeds success. That then leads into maybe winning other trophies. If we consider the Premier League, the Champions League. Not so much the FA Cup these days, but historically the FA Cup. Win one of those, as you've done this year, you consider that a, a major achievement. I know the appeal of the FA Cup has gone as much as it was back in the 80s. Not, not for us, it hasn't. Oh, well, not for you. And like I said, exactly the same for me. Had we won the FA Cup this season, I'd be dancing now. But it's, it's, the, the fact is, the game's changed because of money. It's now even more um, important for some of those teams to be in the top four than it is to win an FA Cup and a League Cup. And that's where football's lost for me because I want to see my team win, pick up trophies. In 20 years' time, I'm not going to be able to sit down here and say, you know how many top fours we got? Oh, that was fantastic. That was brilliant. How many mm -hmm. FA Cups did we have? 
How many league titles did we have? How many league cups did we have? That's what I'm going to measure my team success by. Indeed, like like I said, you, you know, it is it is down to sort of just how far. But talking about that, your last title win was sixty sixty one. Ours, as we know, was only the one, but it was 2015-16. FA Cup, 1990-91 for you. You like to do things with the one at the end of the year, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Ours was this year, but you have won the, 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 the League Cup more recently. I mean, it took Liverpool 30 years to, to start winning again. And exactly. I, I've been sort of having a bit of banter with, with a lot of Arsenal fans because they presume that... James Madison will want to come to them because they are Arsenal. And it is this big six mentality of, you know, uh, of, of some of the fans that, you know, you've got to accept, as Liverpool fans had to, it seems to go in circles. Man United, they haven't won anything for quite a few years. And you have to sometimes accept like us fans of, you know, mere mortal clubs, if you like, that we can go long, long terms without winning anything. But, you know, some fans, not not including necessarily yourself in this, but some fans of the, the bigger clubs seem to think that it should just be automatically, certainly this year, Arsenal think, oh, it's the first time in 25 years we've not been in Europe. Well, welcome to our world, you know. So if you think about that logically, Madison to go from Leicester City, you've just won the FA Cup, just missed out on top four. Um, that doesn't seem like a, a progression. That would seem like he would be moving backwards, potentially, because obviously Leicester in Europe this season, Leicester have got a massively great, I think, young team and a manager who's there to you know make them better, to improve them. But there might be an appeal to someone like Madison. Does he want to go to the big lights of, of London? Yeah. Does he want to go and have that history of being playing at the Emirates, you know, a big 60,000-seat stadium. Does he want to go and play with the likes of, you know, the, the players that we might mention, the Aubameyangs, you know, the Smith Rose, the Sackers, all that? Those are the sort of things that are going to help. But the biggest contributing factor is going to be money. If they're paying him less to go to Arsenal, why would he go? The fact is they're probably going to have to pay him more to come to Arsenal than they're paying him at Leicester. And a lot yeah. of players, majority of players, are going to be swayed by cash. That's the, that's the real issue here it is and i think we're struggling i think to be um and i don't necessarily consider that we're one of the big six and i don't want to talk to you and i, I appreciate you got you got your own show coming up soon so i won't keep you too long but you know leicester is struggling to be considered a big six club or being taken seriously as a big six club despite what we've done over the last three years and we've had two seasons of finishing fifth and yes we bottled it probably both years but you know I don't think we'll ever be a big six club. I think we can make a big seven and possibly mm. then be joined by an ever and make a big eight, but we won't, I don't think, you know, a lot of fans of those big six clubs will look at Leicester and say, welcome to the top table. No, and, and the, one of the reasons, I, 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 and sorry to mention it, but you guys haven't been consistently in the Premier League. And I go back to that, no. that point about the Premier League being, yeah. this is now where everybody seems to think football started from. They're forgetting about, yes. you know, Division One back in the day. Everybody yes. saw, kind of looks at the Premier League as being, that's where football started. We've never been out of the Premier League. So for that yes. reason, you know, there's a number of teams that haven't been out of the Premier League. You can consider those to be um, maybe the, the, the big six if you want. I always look at the big six as being a change in picture. But you have a number of factors to consider. You do have to consider a little bit of history in it. Because if you didn't, 
Liverpool wouldn't be in the big six, potentially. Yeah. You wouldn't have Man City and even the likes of Chelsea. Do you know what I'm saying? If you go back prior to the Bramovich yeah. era, they were pants. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, can remember, fact- I can remember meeting, uh, meeting Chelsea and they're being fighting back in uh, the old second tier years 100%. ago. <laughs> Exact same Division for Man two City. as was then. Yeah, the same for Man City as well. That yeah. that's what I'm saying. So money for those two clubs has changed their recent history. And mm. if that's the way things are going, money is going to be the determining factor which wins most Premier Leagues. If you look at the history of the Premier League, whoever pays the most wages, whoever pays the most trend transfer fees, usually wins. Now Leicester and Black, well, Blackburn, not even an outlier because Blackburn paid a lot of money to win that league. Leicester, your club, is probably the only team in recent history that's kind of bucked that trend. But is it going to be a trend that's going to continue? I don't think so. I think the thing with that is, and I I agree 100%, you know, we we, we were very quick to shout, you know, we didn't, you know, we we didn't buy the title, if you like. But at the end of the day, you, you would have fans of the likes of QPR and, you know, Preston and Brentford that would look at Leicester and go, yeah, but you're better off than us. I think what I think what gets the Leicester fans is, and I will use Arsenal and Madison as the as the comparison at the moment. Yes, uh, you quite rightly said he may want the bright lights of London. That might attract him. Wage wise, we can probably match because we've got rich owners now. You know, we, you know, I, I still have to pinch myself when we've just bought a player for thirty million. You know, I can remember when we we paid a million for a player. It was like my god, you know, and we went bust after that. So, but it's the it's the thing of like the, 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 the you know it's the attitude that well they don't want to be at Leicester, they want to be at Arsenal. Well, you know, the the winning trophies with us, the winning, they're getting good money with us, they're in Europe with us. You know, and that's, yes, if he wants the bright lights, but, you know, you can't say, well, just because we're Arsenal. That's what I think, you know, winds a lot of Leicester fans up. Yeah. And do you know what it is? If you, again, it's when you, you mention names. If you go worldwide and you go into, I don't know, a bar somewhere in uh, America or whatever it was, and you said Leicester City or you said Arsenal FC, people are more likely to know Arsenal FC. If you ask them about the recent times of about, you know, if non-football fans, this is, if you ask them about who's doing better in, in terms of their recent side of things, then they might not know. But we as football fans know that obviously Leicester have been more successful in recent times. But this is the appeal. This is the sort of thing when you go worldwide and you then have a conversation with just the, the man on the street, they might not know Leicester City. They're bound to know Manchester United. They're bound to know Liverpool. They're probably bound to know Arsenal as well. And these are the things which makes, which probably I think, sells the club a bit more. I think I think people know more about Leicester since the 2015-16 oh, yeah, win because it I was agree. such a such a shock. I mean, I think had we survived relegation and then had a couple of seasons mid table and then won it, it wouldn't have been the the story it was. But mm. this this I mean the big six and I, I honestly, I mean we all have a moan and it all does get a bit sort of. Um, <laughs> pushing banter to the to the edges when, when we're talking about losing players because nobody wants to lose their best players. Um, but somebody said, like, you know, to us, it's like, well, you always sell one marquee player every season. And yeah. we go, well, yeah, because one of the big clubs will come along and offer us stupid money. You know, Maguire, 80 million. Yeah, you can have him. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, 50 million. Yeah. And I tell you, if somebody offers us... Um, 
16 plus million, which they're talking about is worth for Madison, we'll probably accept it because you know what? I think we played paid 20 for him. We'll, See, we'll take that markup. Of course, but the good thing about Leicester, and I and, and this is one of the positives that I would like for to Spurs to try and like emulate, is they've got an infrastructure and also a philosophy of what they're doing. So they might sell like Madison's, they might sell the Maguire's, they might sell the Chilwell, but then you're bringing young players in. The scouting system is fantastic. The likes of Tielemans, like the Indeedies, all those sort of players, which, you know, people are thinking, wow, where did Leicester find them from? You know, they've mm. been brought into the team because there's a a, a plan in, in place. So if you lose Madison, no doubt there's probably somebody else coming through. They might then be scouting yeah. somebody to replace him. They're not going to let him go unless they've got somebody who's potentially going to replace him. This is it. I mean, we, we, you know, with Mares, you know, he, he, you know, he went on strike and sat at the airport waiting for somebody to put an offer in so he could get on a plane. And he, you know, he went, he went AWOL for a few games. But, you know, we didn't sell him until we were ready to sell him. And Correct. had we not got 80 million for Maguire, we wouldn't have sold him. But, you know, we paid yep. 425,000 pounds for, um, for Mares. We got, 60 million back for him. So, yes, of course we will sell because you guys are paying us silly money and yeah. every player... I mean, let's be honest with you. If somebody came in... Real Madrid, I don't know they can't afford it now, but let's say Real Madrid came in and said, here's 120 million for Harry Maguire. Daniel Levy's not going to say no. <laughs> You'd be a fool not to. <clears throat> well, and this is Daniel the, Levy, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> Daniel Levy's a, he's a notorious a hard sales person anyway. But yeah. we, we were known historically probably late 90s early 2000s as a selling club we had a lot of players teddy shoners berbatovs you know bale you can go through the list there's an endless list of players that we've got really talented players that then on end up moving somewhere else that's because they almost see or looked at spurs as being a stepping stone maybe to higher um areas because the money in football is so great particularly in the premier league there's not that big difference now so the likes of yourselves less the likes of Aston Villa with Jack Grealish they can afford to say well no we're not going to sell him because we can keep him we can keep him at the club the, the the bigger thing now which is coming up in football is the likes of players once they've signed a contract and this is Paul Pogba's in this position now for Man United they're not then re-signing another one unless the terms for them is beneficial so unless the club's going to say right we're going to pay you £300,000 why would you then sign an extension to your contract if you can go on a free in 18 months' time, and somebody's going to pay you silly money without having to pay transfer. Yeah. yeah. And Andrew says here, um, and we said we'll come on to the big six, but very quickly, what credentials do you, be need, do you need to be classed as a big six? The funny thing is, this big six has only suddenly started being talked about since Sky came in with the Premier League, and it's the six clubs that will make them the most money. Before the Premier League, we never had the so-called big six. You know, we never had any of this. And I think... It's purely a sky thing that because I mean you look and they'll they'll put up on their uh, on their transfer catch the latest transfers from all the clubs and the same six will always be listed with links <laughs> not none of the other fourteen just just those six but um, I think it I think it is a sky thing as much as anything but I just want to talk managers to you because. Sure. This surprised me with Tottenham. Um, made me made me giggle a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, Brendan Rodgers had the chance to complete a treble treble at Celtic, but decided to move to City, where he, or Leicester City, where he would see out 
the 18-19 season and assess his squad with 10 Premier League games to go. Rogers was our first choice. We went out and got him. Managers are now. Um, this may be wrong because I only just got this obviously off the papers, and you, you, yeah, sure. so you may correct me on some of these. But there's a list there of seven players that Spurs wanted before Santa so signed. He was actually, if those figures, if those names are correct, your eighth choice. Now, if a manager doesn't want to come to a club, surely that says something about the club as well. There's a, there's a lot of again because I'm not a hundred percent on the inside. A lot of a lot of smoke screens in terms. I think Brendan Rodgers was probably someone that we would have really wanted to go for. There's a number of those other names where clubs like Julian Nagelsmann. I don't think there was any chance of him coming to Spurs because he's a Germany, German German uh, national. He always wanted to go to Bayern Munich. So that was one that yeah. was probably a lot. A lot, a, a lot of the times as well, things do get put into the press attributed to Spurs. So it yeah. sells, as you said. You know, yeah. you put the headline up, Harry Kane's off, Harry Kane's off, Harry Kane's doing this, Harry Kane's doing that. What's it going to do? People are going to click. Sky have yeah. got that. They know that. So that's exactly the reason why they put these things up on their Sky banner, on the yellow ticker that goes across the bottom, so that they get viewers, which translates into money. That's why we have this big six, because those six clubs you've mentioned, with us in it, are the ones that sell, which makes people go and pay their 20-odd pound per month to go and get Sky Sports or whatever it is that we're now paying for it. Yeah, big six in terms of success is not Spurs. We shouldn't be in there. No, no, no. I mean that's honest of of you to say that. I mean, do you as a, as, a, as a Tottenham fan, we we certainly as Leicester fans now class you as as you know a rival. Oh, it's Tottenham. They're coming for us and all this sort of thing. Does that work yeah. the other way around, <laughs> or is it like oh, it's just you know it's just just another Premier League game for you? No, I, I think again that's now changed. The Premier League is so competitive. And I've found that over the last, probably last 10 years or so, because of money, because of the likes of, you know, teams are now better at spending that money and getting players in, scouting systems are better. And, and again, I use your club as the, the prime example. You get the right owners in with the right backing, the right philosophy, the right setup, the right grounding, they will go and able to pick up really good players. And then if they then look after them, if they get the right manager in, uh, right coaches, there's no reason why teams have to then go and sell their best players every single season, as we've talked about. Because mm. the money that you the money that you get for even dropping out of the Premier League is so great that you're probably likely to bounce back up the next season, yeah. as we've seen with the likes of Norwich and, and, and teams in the past. So it really is a closed shot. Once you're in the Premier League, if you can stay there for a couple of seasons, even if you fall out, you'll probably come back up in a, a season or two anyway. It's yes. that that's how much difference the money's made. Yeah, and you don't have to sell the players because you have got that parachute payment that means you can hold on to those players for a season and, co and come back up. But um, but I'll tell you what, Sam, thanks so much for coming on. It's been a bit disjointed because it's... Um, <laughs> so Dan from Turf Moor TV just popped on. He's still bitter with Spurs for knocking <laughs> Burnley out of the Champions League Cup <laughs> in 2008. And we Sam, won it. Dan, as the song goes, let it go. Let it go, Dan. <laughs> I've had to let a lot of stuff go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yes. Keep seeing the therapist there, uh, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Mate, thanks so much for coming. A little bit dis disjointed. We lost nah, one Spurs fan and uh, we lost one um, one Leicester fan. Unlike Leicester, we he sort of dropped out quite early on, not in the <laughs> in the last week, <laughs> you know. And uh, and you were late to the party. And I could I say was, something I about was. that. 
but was, you, were, well. you were third in and it was a two horse race <laughs> hey, i didn't i won't bring that up again mate thanks so oh, much for coming geez. on i think no, the, only thing we, the only thing we can agree on is that uh we will never agree on on who's a bigger club because it's much too complicated. <laughs> much too complicated for that. But, but no, but it's, been yeah, it's, been, it's been great to have you. Give you, okay. I say, your your YouTube and your Twitter links are in the description on YouTube that below. Uh, so click on those. But just give them a shout out again, Sam. Yeah. So Paxton Road TV on YouTube. Uh, look out for us, as I said before. A number of shows coming up, and obviously, if you're a Spurs fan, which I hope, even if you're not a Spurs fan. Come across and see us because when we lose, it all gets a little bit fiery and gets a bit heated. Uh, but you, <laughs> just <isn't it laughs> just a little. Uh, yes. But you can find me on Twitter, Sam underscore Spurs for life, uh, the number four in between the life and the Spurs bit. Um, and that's about it, really. I'm just there talking football as we always do. Can't wait for the season to start. Oh, God, tell me. Yes. Uh, we, we've got the, um, it's two weeks for us because we've got okay. the older Community Shield. Because oh, I mean, we won, that. we won the FA Cup. We won, you know. Just... Oh, she's not. I should not come on this stream today. She <laughs> hey, it's going, hey, we've been waiting like over fifty <laughs> years for these times. It's been a... fantastic. That's really good. You may be waiting for. We may be waiting for you, but we've been wait, We've been waiting for success <laughs> a lot longer, mate. Yeah, I know you got a stream coming up, so go and enjoy it. Thanks so Thank much for coming much. on. Pleasure. And we'll have to get together again when we play in uh, well, in the season. When we do when we do our games, like I said, when we play each other, yeah. we'll get you onto our preview shows and reaction shows, and that'll be fantastic. We'll be able to Brilliant. talk it. Yeah. And then whoever loses has got to then do that. Hide their yeah. face. <laughs> they've got they've got to get a white t-shirt and write, I love the op you know, whoever the opposition <laughs> is on it. Yeah, that's gonna not gonna happen, is it? <laughs> Stay cool. safe, mate. Thanks a lot for coming Thanks on, Sam. So All the best. Pleasure. <laughs> Brilliant. Cheers. Thank See you. you. Bye-bye. Uh, thanks to Sam there. Uh, do, like I say, great guy. I love these shows. I love speaking to fans of other clubs um, uh, because it, it it's a laugh. It's banter. It's how football should be. No no bullying, no racism, no sexism, nothing. Just good, friendly banter. Until, well, maybe not for the 90 minutes of the game, but of course that's a different matter. Hey, this has been uh, a Leicester War Show. It's been one of these. Let's battle commence. It's the Leicester War Show on Leicester Till I Die TV. But who will win? Join in now. Please do. And it's been a bit of a... A mixed show because like I say we lost uh, lost the Leicester fan, <laughs> Macaulay, before we even started, and then we lost the uh, <laughs> one of the Spurs fans. Uh, I think he fell off his horse. Shouldn't mention horses. I think I mentioned it once, but I think I got away with it <laughs> for the uh, hey for the uh, faulty towers fans amongst us. Hey, look, don't forget next Tuesday it is the big one, and you've got to come and join me for this. Uh, transfer show special, Tuesday the 27th, 3.30pm. I'm talking with Fabrizio Romano. I've got my list of players that we're interested in signing. I've got my list of players that we're being linked with leaving the club. And we're going to be asking him. And if anybody knows, he knows you know. He does. He knows. Uh, <laughs> that's Tuesday at 3.30. Uh, Nippon, um, I'm, I'm, well, I'm down in Paul in Dorset, so I don't get too many games. I don't have a season ticket like I used to. I'm hopefully going to be going to the Charity Shield. We shall have to wait and see on that one. Um, and I, um, But if you invite me to the Chelsea game, if you've got a spare ticket, I've never been to um, 
to your ground. So if you want to invite me along, I know what you're like. So you can give me a tour of London on the tube and take me to the best restaurants as well. So <laughs> if you've got a spare ticket, nip and keep me in mind. Keep me in mind. And Luca, hello there. Um, we're, we're good. How are you? Uh, an Arsenal fan. And he came in to see who won, but it's all over. They think it's all over, and it definitely is now. Guys, we're going to be back Monday at 7. We're going to have the big fat quiz of the week, and it's Doug from Liverpool, uh, or Doug, a Liverpool fan, anyway, from the Dugout channel. Uh, ben comes on uh, at 8.30 on Monday, was the Everton fan, and on Tuesday, it's Fabrizio at 3.30, as I say. So a lot of shows coming up there, and Leicester fans, Burton Albion tomorrow, live on LCFC TV. And we'll be doing a post-match after that, so don't miss that. It's back at last. Stay safe, guys. And catch us on the podcasts. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google. Oh, there's just all of them. Get it, Leicester Till I Die podcast. We're on everything. Thanks for watching, guys. Stay safe. I will see you tomorrow about 5.15 post-match. Take care. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch... Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.